Celebrate Halloween with dressed up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick or treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is, uh, it's just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' Spider Donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just, uh, my friend. Psst, Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkin's Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary. You can now listen to Restoration Place on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or by downloading the Spreaker app to your phone or tablet. This week at Restoration Place. Your father carried you, and you were in existence, but just not in the form that we would call existence. But you were in existence. So when your father says that he knew you before the foundation of the world, you can grasp that concept because your father carried you before you came in the world. Praise God for whom all blessings flow. Welcome to this place of restoration. It's really my great honor to um, have the opportunity to uh, present to you today uh, none other than my my son and my friend, my, my son and my friend, my talking buddy on the phone at least two days a week, at least three hours every time. <laughs> but come on, let's stand and receive this man of God, Dr. Troy Baseball. I know he has a word for the house. Amen. Amen. Before I get started, um, I got a call um, or a text. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was a text last night. And um, I always encourage the people at, um, you know, the church that if they have a testimony or something that God is doing in their life, I said, you know, let everybody know so they can be encouraged by it. So anyways, Brother Ron did just that. He texted me. And at first he said, well, I don't know, Pastor, if I'll make the trip. I said, well, I want to hear your testimony. I'm not going to hear it any other way. You got to say it in church. And But anyways, but come on up, Ron. Say it real quick, and then I'll um, get into it. Good morning. How is everybody doing? <laughs> All right, so my testimony goes like this. So, you know how you know how when you do credit and debit, the original purpose of debit was to take the money immediately and credit, it will wait for three days? So now when companies bill you, they typically wait for two or three days after? Yes. So, the devil was attacking me because I was asking God for something. Yes. So, I wanted to do laundry yesterday in the morning, and for the first time ever, Verizon took their bill on time and made my account negative. And throughout the whole day, I wasn't worried because I was like, it's Saturday, so I could just go do Lyft, get more money. But at the end of the day, my cousin wound up sending me the exact amount that I needed to make my account positive. Wow. Because I gave her a ride to go and get a rental car to pick up her daughter. Wow. 
That was crazy. So, so without doing anything at all, the problem was just solved. Amen. Amen. Ron has a way of just explaining things. I tell you, man, he kills me. So articulate and and calm. But <laughs> Amen. But um, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, make yourself useful now. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, Amen. Um, what I want to do today, um, I called my father not too long ago, which he so eloquently you know disclosed to everyone here um, I told him there was a few things that I was interested in in terms of the how I am always a person that wants to know the how of something um, and then once we figure out the how I need to know why you know I'm just I don't know it just doesn't rest with me just to know something is something without kind of like investigating and know how it came about where it came from what is the relevance of it and so I, I have a lot of questions sometimes corporate I tend to digress a bit or go off track but I'm still on track but I'm going off track purposely now I say that to my father and if we weren't in church, he would say something else. But, <laughs> but anyways, I call him and you know I hit him with some questions. Now, usually my questions are to get him to start talking, right? So I'd be like, Dad, I have a question for you. He'd be like, Okay, Troy, what is the question about, Troy? And I'll say, Nah, Dad, you know it's it's good. It's not going to be long. And I notice something every time I say it's not going to be long, he does what he just did. <laughs> All right, Troy, go ahead. And then when we get ready to hang up, he was like, yeah, three hours later. You know, you, you throw that in there. But I, I, I got to say this. My intent is never to be that long. I'm thinking the question is not going to last long. And so recently um, I was back in school. I entered back in school because I wanted to learn the Greek and Hebrew. And so I went back into school, I'm in school, I'm learning it, I've been sharing some of it with my church. And it's amazing when you hear um, the Bible from its original language. It's amazing, it opens up. There are certain words in English that doesn't really, I'm not gonna say it doesn't justify, but it doesn't open up the text in the manner that if you have a workable knowledge of Greek and Hebrew, and then if you even study the culture be oh, but did even if you study the culture of certain um, of certain um, Hebraic idioms, you know, um, like I, I'm sure y'all all heard of, where it says something. Um, if you're right, I don't know whose phone that is, but now it's mine. You know what? That's real funny. That that is real. That that's cheap. I don't know if y'all know what cheap mean, but that, <laughs> but that's that's cheap. I'm getting ready to correct somebody, and it's my phone. But um, and that was actually my professor. So I had to. I was listening to the lesson on the way here, and anyways, that's what that was. But so we were talking about something. I believe that's where I left off. And what we were talking about was the mind and the heart. Because um, 
as I told you, there's this this thing like these uh, uh, Hebrew idioms or Jewish idioms, and basically, you know, they are like when we say it's raining cats and dogs. Well, that's an idiom, right? And it's not literally raining cats and dogs, but what it means is it's raining real hard. And so they have a, a idiom that. Christ uses and the prophets even use it a number of times and it's about if something is causing you to sin cut it off and when you hear that you like wait a minute cut it off what do you what do you mean if your right hand causes you to sin and cut it off well you don't want to be walking around and then Jesus goes on and he says it's better to enter into life maimed than to go in hell with your full body so right there, if you take it at face value, you're like, well, wait a minute. Um, this is, I'm having a problem with X. Should I cut it off? But that's not what it means. It, it, and and the, the, the idiom of it is so powerful. I'm not going to spend time explaining that particular one. But it's so powerful because it necessarily means to get rid of it. And in the manner that you get rid of it is not by cutting it off, it's by disowning it in your life. Yeah. See, there are certain sins that you own. And what I mean when I say you own them, you take possession of them. And you believe that they are a part of you. So when you get saved, that's the reason why it talks about picking up your cross daily. Because that means you're disowning something and you're taking possession of something else. Right? So what I want to do today, I, we're going to pray, but I just want to give you a little backdrop. But what I'm going to do today is I'm going to open up something to you that I'm learning. Right? It, this is, when I bring it across today, um, I don't know what manner it's going to be in because it's something that I'm learning and I'm coming to understand. Amen? And what it is, it's about who you are. Now, you hear that a lot, but we need to apply definition to that. Yes. We need definition on who we are and why we became that. It's not enough to just say, I'm something, and then don't know how you became it. Mm -hmm. Amen? So we just want to explore a few things, but just for a moment, bow your heads. Uh, Father, we come before you right now in the name of your dear son, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we ask that you anoint our minds, open our comprehension, give us the ability to not only hear the word, but to retain it, to leave with an understanding and be provoked to pursue a more intimate relationship with you. For these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, so everybody do me a favor. Just repeat these words after me. Say, I am, I am a, child of God. a child of God. I am, I am born, of God. born of God. Now, what does that mean? Say it. Say, what does that mean? All right, everybody didn't say it, so we're going to do it again. Okay, so just say, what does that mean? All right. Glad you asked. Okay? Now, Bible man, where you at? Oh, Bible man, all right. Ron, if you don't mind, could, could you just switch seats with Denzel? Well, matter of fact, you don't even have to. You could project. You could project from right there. All right. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to get me um, um, I don't know where I want to start. Get me John chapter 1 verse 12. And I want you to read verses 12 and 13 for me. Yeah, John chapter 1, uh, verses 12 and 13. Actually, 11 through 13. 
He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Okay, wait, stop right there before you go on. So... Let me just tell you, because we're getting ready to open up something, let me just tell you where we're going. Where it says he came unto his own, we're clear on what that means, right? So that, that means he came to the Hebrew nation first. The reason why I'm saying Hebrew is because the term Jewish is a social construct. It's really not a word. It just means people that chose to follow the Torah and keep its um, ordinances going. Hebraic or Hebrew is more of an accurate term because it, pe it means people that experienced Yahweh and lived by him two different terms right so he came to the hebrews and you can finish reading but just he came to the hebrews when he came to his own he came with information he came to say that he was the messiah he came to say that he was the one that is going to redeem you etc etc like all the prophets said and the text says they did not receive him that word receive, we're going to get in that in a moment, but it's very, very important. Things that you hear today, it is in the same context when we break down that Greek meaning. It is in the same context whether or not you're going to receive something. Pay attention. Whether or not if you're going to receive something. Amen? So let me just say this again. I am a child of God. I am born of God. I can say that. But when I receive it, it's different. Yes, yes. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So go ahead. Go ahead and read. What, what else did it say? As many as received him, to, get, uh, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, mm -hmm. which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Did y'all hear that? Yes. All right, so. I think I already said this. If I didn't, I'm just going to repeat it. My church, what we're doing, Trey, is we're doing 101 I am's. In these 101 I am's, um, we're explaining 101 things that we have become since we've given our life to Christ. 101 things that was prophesied to us, Corbett. 101 things, Dad, that Jesus actually said about us. Um, 101 things that we can use as our personal affirmations to say rather than negative words that we use. It's also 101 things that changes your language from day to day. We have a language that we don't realize that can be extremely destructive to our progression in Christ. And so when you start learning new words and these different things and everything that is attached to your promise and your inheritance, it would behoove you to speak on those things. Those things is what's going to grow you in a spiritual sense and cause you to overcome things that are overcoming you. And all of us are in a position where we are either being overcome or was overcome or we're slightly in the middle. And slightly in the middle means there's some days you have victory and there's some days you don't. There's some days you're up, then there's some days you're down. There's some days you believe God, then there's some days you don't. And we don't admit and say, I don't believe God because it just doesn't sound right to our ears. But if, we, if God actually was to cut us open without injuring us fatally and show us what our heart says, we would be surprised. I believe it says somewhere in the book, um, either in Psalms or Proverbs, where it says, um, what man, it's in Psalms, what man can know his heart? He said that the heart is desperately wicked. 
and one of the things is Psalms 18 actually and David says something that was powerful he said Lord deliver me from my secret sins and basically those sins are the sins that are buried deep down in your heart that become your motivation and also it frames your language that's the reason why it says out the abundance of the heart what speaks the mouth that's because what you feel forms your language so you got to be careful how you feel about what you go through because you don't want it to form your next existence are you following me so therefore you need words to combat your situation or the things that you are dealing with are you following what I'm saying now it says but as many as received him and that word receive let me just let me just break it down and give it to you that word receive it means as many that took him in you follow me so just keep this in mind as many that took him in that took him in yes, yes. as many that took him in Do you remember where Jesus was walking and he said birds have nests fox have holes but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head he was not talking about a house he was talking about a resting place in a believer the son of man has no human being that understands who he is where he can come inside and rest in them so now the text says for those that received him meaning let him in what does it mean when you let someone in if someone knocks on your door if, if that door was locked and I came here and I arrived and I knocked on the door someone would have to open it yeah. by opening up the door they what are they doing they want to see who it is or whatever because you know there's curtains on the door right so you want to see who it is once you open up the door and you see who it is you make a choice in milliseconds right then if that person is welcome to come into your home it is the same thing when you hear the word of god where it says receive it is the same in the greek it has the same tense that when you hear the word of god right there when the word of god is being presented you make a choice in milliseconds whether or not are you going to receive it there are some that don't receive the word right away they wait to see what part of the word touches their life not realizing that every part of the word touches your life you just can't identify with it yet you follow me but every there, there is not one word God said that he didn't waste one word and in and, and, and the Bible God didn't say but it's in his book so we know according to 2nd Timothy 3 and 16 all scriptures given by what the inspiration of God that means God breathed that means God was behind the writer he forced the writer's hand the writer did not write anything on his own it was God's mind he was writing right so now we can put the myth Jesus said this the apostle said this how about this Jesus said it all yeah. right in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God the same was with God in the beginning without him nothing was made that was made in him all things were made right yeah. so that means he is the word Amen. I don't care what apostle is talking Christ is the word Amen. it's all his yes, yes, right yes. That's a little sidebar, Trey. I just had to throw that in there. Because I get so mad sometimes when I hear people say, well, the Apostle Paul said, but Jesus said, wait a minute. The Bible was written by the Spirit of Christ. He said it all. Why you put more emphasis on this? So that bothers me. So he said it all. But anyways, receive. It means to receive. It means to take in. It means to have him on the inside. It means you opened up the door in a millisecond millisecond you make a decision to let him in when you let him in usually when a guest is there you already know what they represent uh -huh. All right. 
If I knock on my dad's door and my mom answers, she don't sit there and say, Troy, what are you doing here? She says, come in. Then she says, what are you doing here? Wow. There's a difference. Yes, yes. I'm automatically given access yes. to get inside of the home, yes. regardless of my intention for being there, yes. but I'm already given access to yes. get in the home because of our blood relationship. Yes. Yeah. Are, are, are you with me so far? So, thank you. So I'm already, you know, given access to get in there because of our blood relationship. So whenever you see that word received, if you have some kind of concordance, it would, it would, it would benefit you. Just look up the word received because it actually come in uh, um, one or two different contexts. But in this particular one, mom, it's beautiful because it means that you allow someone to come in your heart. You allow someone to come on the inside of you and you automatically recognize who he was. So you surrendered. Yeah. your allegiance to run your life and said you take over yeah. so that's what it means when it says to many as received him meaning you didn't just say you didn't just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart you confessed with your mouth believed in your heart allowed him to come in your life and take over your life the minute you take control you stop receiving him so the word receive it means a continual a continual yielding to the spirit of God Watch this now, it's going to get heavier. It says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the what? Sons of God. Yes. Now, this is what I looked up. I looked up, Jamel, because I, I didn't get it. Why did I need power to become a child of God? That was my question. Maybe that doesn't intrigue you. It intrigued me. Why do I need power to become a child of God? And the reason why I had that question is because I looked at me becoming a child of John. When I became a child of John, I didn't need power to become a child of John. Wow. I was the result of an action. Are you listening? So I was the result of an action. I did not need power to become a child of John. I was a, a, a child of John simply because I was a result. I was a result. John carried me, and I'm not disrespecting my father. I'm just using that name. But Pastor Baysmore will do it that way. Carried me. Y'all need to catch this. That, that was deep right there. Do you know that every human being in this world was carried as long as your father existed? You didn't have a body. I'm trying not to really blow them speakers because I can elevate my voice and blow them, but I don't want to do that. I'm trying to be nice. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying, Jeanette. Your father carried you, and you were in existence, but just not in the form that we would call existence. Yes. But you were in existence. So when your father says that he knew you before the foundation of the world, you can grasp that concept because your father carried you before you came in the world. So it's not hard for me to believe that I was in God before stepping a foot on earth. The evidence of that is I was in my father, earthly father, before stepping a foot on earth. How did that happen? There are so many different cells that I had to outrun to get into this world. And the woman cells are faster than me. Y'all right. see, I, I, don't, I know y'all saying, Pastor, you, you going all over. No, no, I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there. In other words, Asada, what I'm saying is, is there were so many cells that was racing, trying to do what? Trying to get to the egg. Well, how does a cell race to get to something if it don't have life? Wow. 
How does it, how does it, because that's another thing, Corbett, that I wanted to study. I'm looking into this because I'm trying to figure out this sons of God thing. And this is where it's bringing me. How is it that if I'm just a cell, I got to call it cell, I don't want to be descriptive, but if I'm just a cell, how is it that if I don't have life, that I'm racing to an egg? I know what's going to form my body, but my brain ain't even made yet. Think about it. Think about, I'm trying to show you you. You're running to an egg. How do you know where the egg is at? Wow. You don't have eyes. Come on, preacher. You don't have eyes, but you know where the egg is at. According to some people that like abortion, you don't have life, but yet you're able to move at certain speeds to get to an egg. I don't understand how all these things happen. So in other words, what they're trying to say is the, 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 the cell that's running to the egg is by chance. Wow. Think about it. It's by chance, huh? So when Ashley was born, she was by chance. She wasn't by chance. The only time Ashley would have been by chance is if she would have been contemplating abortion to commit an abortion. Because when she's in the womb, the body doesn't abort anything. Because the way the body was made, when it releases, go to the egg. It already knows to go to the egg. It already knows, so that's immediately where it's going. That is a sign of life because it has direction. So anything that has direction has purpose for life. Are you following what I'm saying? So therefore, when the egg received the cell, it became a son. Whether if it is a daughter or it became a daughter. We can say son and or daughter. It doesn't matter. Watch this now. I'm all in the text. Just I'm building my little bridge tray. When it left, the father oh man wow dad listen when it left you it immediately went to mom's egg yes yes once it hit mom's egg it became your son it was already your seed but it became your son when it hit the egg. So in essence, I could say, and I, I, I dare not, I'm not likening myself to Christ, but in essence, I could say, I was an eternal seed, but I became a son. Did you follow me? Because as long as I was in my father, I existed. I just didn't exist in this form. I needed to accord with something. The word accord, now I'm in the text, you know where I'm going, Denzel. But the word accord, right? Watch this, Corbett. In Hebrew, that word accord means two different things become one thing. Wow. Right? And the first sign of accord is in Genesis, right? We learned that in Bible study. It's in Genesis. And it says the morning and the evening were what? One day. 
two different things became one. It says that a man and a woman, a man shall leave his mother and father and join unto his wife, and the two shall become a cod, one flesh. A male and female is how you get one composite unity. You need two different things to become one thing. That's how God operates. That's why God can be father and he can be son and he can be spirit and yet be one because he is a what composite unity and it is demonstrated in the book of in the book of genesis with the word akkad meaning one you follow me so we we're not polytheistic or whatever they call that right believing in three different gods we believe in one but we believe in a composite unity and going back to my point about receiving him is the egg did not deny the sperm that was coming to it it never denied it. Why? Because it waited for it. You're not understanding what I'm saying. It, the egg was already prepared. It's almost like the egg heard it coming. So in other words, your body that was going to be formed while, while it was in your mother heard you coming. Heard you coming. Oh my goodness. I'm getting ready to sit down in like 10 minutes, but Trey, I'm going to take off. But listen, it heard you coming, Hakeem. All right, and the egg was ready to receive you, to take you in. When it took you in, it made you different than the way you came in. You came in as a liquid, but you came out as a full body. What in the world happened to you? And this is the same thing that is meant in the Greek when it says as many that receive Christ. You come in one way, but you come out another way. And the evidence that you are, who you are, is the change that you are. So now let's deal with that change. He says to them he gave the power to become. That word power in the Greek is the word authority. He gave you the authority to become a child of God. So now we have to look that up. What does it mean to have the authority to be a child of God? Why do I need authority to be a child of God? Remember, I am a child of God. I am born of God. So now when I'm done today, every time you pray, this should be in your mind. He gave you authority to be a child of God. Bible man, give me Isaiah Really quick, give me Isaiah 56 and 5. Isaiah 56 and 5. Even unto them will I give in mine house and within my walls a place and a name better than better than of sons and of daughters. Uh-huh. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. I will give them a what? Everlasting name. That shall not be what? Cut off. I will give them a name that's better than what? Than sons and daughters. Meaning, now watch this now. Let's put this together. This is, now y'all know Isaiah was a prophet. This is a prophecy about the coming church. It's talking about the gospel dispensation. There are some Hebraic um, um, overtones that apply to them, but mostly, uh, 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 Sister Brokoff, it was dealing with future tense and the church age. This is now the church age that we're living in. So in other words, Isaiah was saying that there were people that were going to be coming in, that God was going to give a name that was better than a son or a daughter. Wow. Wow. Now, 
that would seem like it's in conflict with John when it's not in conflict with John. Because the context in John, it says that sons of God. Yeah. He didn't say, I would give you a name better yeah. than the sons of God. He said, I'll give you a name better than a son or a daughter. Yeah. So I have a name as a son because yeah. I came out of John. Right. When I come out of God, I'm going to have a name that's better than when I came out of John. Come on. Right. And the reason why the name is going to be better, because now I'm coming out of the eternal one. Wow. Right? So when I come out of the eternal one, I have to look in the Bible and see how does people that have the title sons of God operate. Well, when I look in the Bible and I look this up, there's some extra uh, biblical information you can look up and you can read about, um, um, what's, what's his name, Enoch? And you read some things, and I'm not going to quote that because I'm not saying that that's, you know, I'm just, I read it, right? And there's some things, and it talks about the watchers, right? And it talks about the powers that they had. It talks about the sons of God. It talks about the powers that they had. Then when you go to Job, Jamel, you hear something about the sons of God. The sons of God was given particular powers to exercise and do things. And here's another thing, Hakeem, that is very interesting. Every child of God has a name. And their name is always connected to their purpose. In the book of Psalms, it says, when you are saved, God gives you a new name. You may not know what your new name is, but heaven knows it. And every time you get on your knees and you begin to pray, heaven operates according to your purpose. That's the reason why you have to find out what you are here for and pray according to that. And when you pray according to that, everything you want, you will get. Because God is going to give you what you need to fulfill the purpose he has for your life. Now, now, now watch this. So some of the times we go before God and we say, Father, bless me with X, Y, and Z for earthly things. God didn't call you to be earth. Come on. He called you to be kingdom. Yes. So when you are kingdom, you have to pray and you have to say to the Father, excuse me, what is it that my purpose is in line of that, 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 that deals with my purpose? Do you know, Mom, another interesting thing, I hate to digress, Another interesting thing when I was learning, do you know every problem you go through is to pull out more purpose in you? Uh -huh. Y'all didn't hear that. You, you, you didn't catch that. In other words, Trey, every problem that you have, God is saying, Trey, we need more purpose out of you. We need more of why you're here out of you. And the only thing that's going to provoke and agitate you is this problem. You ever notice when you put clothes into the washer, they got a, they got a, 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 a cycle that, what, what do they call it? Uh, yeah, an agitator, a spin cycle, yeah. right? Where the, the clothes is in the, the washer. I'm trying to get this right, Hakeem, but the clothes are in the washer and the water gets, notice, the clothes get soaked in water. Yeah. They get soaked in water. Wow. Yes. Jeanette, come with me. They get soaked in water. Yes. You don't just take it and just rub it and just scrub it. And rub, no, 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 no. You put it in there and the first thing that the, 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 the machine is programmed to do is soak the clothes in water. Yes. You soak them in water with detergent. Yes. When you mix the detergent with the water, the dirt that's on the clothes, miraculously, I don't know how it does it, but it lifts the dirt up. Wow. Because there is something in the detergent wow. that lifts up the dirt, breaks it up to where it doesn't exist anymore, wow. and that's the reason why your clothes don't get dirty again. Wow. Wow. Because the detergent disintegrates the dirt. Y'all gotta hear what I just said. So when you put something in something that's clean or that has the objective to clean while it's lifting up the dirt you would think that the dirt
would be all in the washing machine. But if you put the detergent in there, Sister Brokaw, what the detergent does is break down the dirt. First it lifts up the dirt. Then it fights the dirt. Then it breaks down the dirt. Then it gets right off the dirt. All of this is done while your clothes is being flooded in the water. Because the water makes sure no dirt gets away. Y'all not catching me. Y'all not catching me. Because if you notice when you got something in the washing machine, actually in the water is there, no dirt is allowed to get away. Why? Because it all rises where? To the top. But the detergent got cycles. You get them sophisticated washing machines, it'll let out some detergent in the beginning. Some detergent in the middle. Just to make sure no dirt is left around. And then they had a nerve to create something called fabric softener. So not only do your clothes come out clean, but they're soft and they smell good. They have an aroma that was not there before. It is the same way when God gets a hold of a dirty believer and he puts him and washes him with the words and he spends time with you while you're in the water. And Jeanette, what happens is, is all the dirt begins to rise and then the blood, which we call the detergent, starts to attack the dirt in your life. Now it doesn't happen all at once, but it starts happening in cycles. One cycle is a spin cycle. That's where it seems like you're going crazy and you keep going through the same thing over and over again. But the detergent said there's a spot that you ain't ready to give up yet. So I gotta bring you back around again so that I can get to that spot. Are are you watching me? So sometimes I wanna know, God, why is it that I keep going through the same thing? He said, if you sit still. And allow me to wash you. This will be the last time that you have to deal with that problem. But what we do is we inject our own will. We say, I had enough of this. And we try to help God out. God is saying, I don't need your help. When when I knocked on the door, you received me. You let me inside of you. And when you let me inside of you, you said, I have your life. And when you gave me your life, Trey, I gave you a name that's powerful. I gave you a name, Trey, that's greater than your son's and your daughter's name. I gave you a name, Corbett, that no one else on this earth knows of. I gave you a name that invokes power every time you open up your mouth. I'm not looking at you, but I'm looking what you're in. Because in the Hebrew and in the Greek, the word intercession means a person speaking while you're speaking. You don't understand. Mom, every time you get on your knees and open your mouth, Jesus is talking. And you don't even understand it. That's why it says we don't know what's going on. Look that up in the Greek when it says you pray, you know not how you got to pray, but the Spirit of God makes intercession for you. Meaning while you're talking, the Spirit of God is translating it in kingdom language. 
He's saying, no, he's not saying he's broken. He said the problem is breaking him, but he want to rise up again. You see what I'm saying? That's different than saying, God, I'm broke. God doesn't make broke things. And he doesn't make people to break. When God made you, he made you strong. There is nothing in you that can be defeated. But you don't know that because you don't know what it means to be a child of God. Last point, he gave you the authority, Hakeem, to be a child of God. Right, Ashley? And basically what it means is every child of God has power and dominion over certain things. So if you're a child of God and can't exercise power over demons, you can't be a child of God. You have to be like your dad. You have to have the attributes of your father. Amen. Isn't that what it means when it says in Genesis 1 and 26, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Those are called communicable attributes. So that means if dad can love, we can love. If dad got power, we got power. We ain't got all power, but we got power. We don't know everything, but we know things. Y'all need to come with what I'm saying. God can love, we can love. God can heal, guess what? We can heal. We can't heal everybody, but we can pray a prayer to a father that can heal everybody. We can't deliver everybody, but we can pray a prayer to a father that can deliver everybody. When I get on my knees, actually I get on my knees in boldness. Why? Because I'm a child of God. And when I talk, my dad listen to me. I am a child of God. So I get on my knees, faith, and you know what I say? I say, Father, I come in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, you said in your word that I am a child of God. I've been studying the word to find out my rights and privileges as a child of God. God. You said the righteous prayer, the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I'm righteous. And as soon as you say that, Dad, here's what happened. Here comes Satan. No, you're not. No, you're not. And Mom, notice his Satan's argument. It's always on what you did. But my righteousness is not based on what I did. Duh. It's based on what my Savior did. So you got to find fault in Him for my prayer not to be answered. That got in Him. You can't find fault in me. Because if my righteousness was based on me, then you can stop my prayer. But my righteousness ain't my own. I didn't get saved on my own. I didn't get delivered on my own. I wasn't brought up on my own. But there was somebody else inside of me. Somebody else, Jamel, that was inside of me. And he made me who I am today. Even when I was driving up here, when I got stuck in traffic and worrying about getting here on time, I stopped worrying because I started speaking in tongues. I said, I'm a child of God. I've been given the ability to speak to my father in a language where the enemy can't interfere with it because he don't know the language. Are you following me? So inside, I started saying that I don't know exactly what I said, but I just started praying in tongues. And the more I prayed in tongues, that spirit, that anxiety was leaving. That, oh, you're going to be late. I, I didn't even worry about it. But Erica, let me tell you something. I was just driving, and when I got here, I said, Oh, my blue shoes is not in the car. The enemy tried to say something with that. I said, I'm going to go with what I got on. Y'all didn't catch that revelation, right? I said, I'm going to go with what I got on. My suit jacket and everything is still in the car. My wheel while I'm coming, uh, Ron, was shaking. 
but first lady and them had to leave and I had to end up taking my own car. I came in the wheel was shaking and I'm on 287 and the wheel is doing this. And the first thing the enemy said, he said, you may not make it there. I lie, I lie to you not. I lie to you not. He said, you may not make it there. So how do you combat that? So I had to go in my mind, Trey. I said, wait a minute. The devil and his imps, dad, don't know everything. That's right. So there is no way that he knows wow. where I'm going to make it to. Wow. Where did he get that information from? Now, God, if you say I won't make it, I'm scared. But Satan, you saying it don't move nothing. Because you are not omniscient. Stop trying to play God. Are you following me? Stop trying to play God. You are not omniscient. Stop trying to play God. You are not a judge. Stop trying to play God. You don't destine anything. Stop trying to play God. God says taste. You say I'll force you. Stop trying to play God. You're not merciful. Stop trying to play God. You're not gracious. Stop trying to play God. You didn't destine or promise me anything. Do you know the minute you tell the devil stop trying to play God, you'll feel something come right off of you? That's how you know there's a spirit riding you on your back. Every time you start to think and get depressed, tell whatever spirit is on you, don't play God. You can't control my emotions. They was given to me so that I can worship God in sincerity and in truth. Oh, you got to build that school. How you going to pay it? My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And then they say to you, and then they say to you, I don't understand. Then you just simply say, I'm a child of God. I'm born of God. I have a legal right to what it is that I'm proclaiming, Mom. I have a legal right to this. I have a legal right to say I'm healed. I have a legal right to that. I have a legal right to say that I'm delivered. I have a legal right to say that. Trey, I have a legal right to say I'm blessed. I got a legal right, and watch this, and the authority. They tell the devil, pack your bags. Y'all didn't catch that. Pack them. I'm serious. Denzel, just tell him, say, pack them. Right? I team, just tell him, pack them. Something come to your mind, Ashley? Pack your bags. Corbett, just tell him, pack your bags. Pack your bags. When you start talking like a child of God, Satan starts responding. By like an enemy under a child of God. Wow. When you respond like a man, he don't move. Y'all didn't catch that. Yeah. Last point, I'm sitting down. When you respond like a man, Satan does not move. Did you hear that? Take this, honey, because this is my last point in a minute and a half, and I'm sitting down. Watch this. Corbett. There's a story in the Bible, I believe it's Chronicles chapter 22 or 20. And there was an army coming after the children of Israel. And when this army came after the children of Israel, they got their soldiers together. Ron, when they got their soldiers together, they were still outnumbered, tripled. 
the enemy seen their soldiers coming. The children of Israel, Dad. He seen it, they seen their soldiers coming. And Sister Nicole, the, the enemy's army wasn't afraid of Israel's army coming. Because that was man. Wow, wow. Oh, y'all gonna catch this. Sister Jeanette, you're gonna catch this. I'm getting ready to sit it right there in your lap. What? That was that was who? That was man. So when you get your it, okay, a small little digression, real quick. What happened in the last days, Jamel? Or not happened in the last days, but what's going to happen in the last days is gonna be a whole lot of armies that's gonna rise up against Israel. It didn't say that Israel was gonna fight. Uh-huh. All right. It said that God was going to fight. That's right. And the reason why God was going to beat him was for two reasons. One, because he's God. Second reason, they don't see him coming. Mm. Wow. Mom, yes, yes, yes. uh -huh. your enemy don't see your help coming. Y'all yes, yes. see, some of you going to start praising God in a minute when you get that revelation. See, the reason why the devil keep barking while you still praising, see, that, see, here's what's going on. Jeanette, you're saying, God, I believe you, X, Y, and Z, you're praising God, and it seems like the enemy ain't moving, right? Uh -huh. That's because the enemy think it's just you. Wow, 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 wow. Y'all not, y'all not, oh my goodness. Dad, watch this, I, Dad, I'm sitting down, but this is, this is what blew my mind. Who did listen? He didn't see. He didn't see Corbett. He did not see yes. your God. Wow. When your God comes, it's too late to say, oh my God. Wow. You're just disintegrated. Wow, wow, wow. Uh -huh. You cannot stand up to God. In the last days, it just says that God just opened his mouth and all of those armies are destroyed. They didn't have a chance to shoot a nuke. They didn't have a chance to shoot machine guns. Because when the father comes, he is a master of fighting. Yeah. And he knows how to deal with it in seconds. Yeah. Not even in seconds. God can think that you ain't here and you gone. Yeah. So your enemies is acting all bad, Trey. Because they just looking at you and they don't know what you carry. And every time you praise, you're opening up your chest. And the thing you carry is coming on the outside. And what's about to take place is going to be unprecedented, Jamel. I'm talking about you getting houses you didn't build. Favor you didn't work for. Grace you going to walk into it. Because when your father showed, I'm trying to tell you something. You should be looking all down and feeling all bad. You are a child of God. Open up your chest and let your God come out. Let him come out. And that's what it is, Joseph. That's what it is, Dad. I'm empowered, honey. Me and my wife is going through something. But we're uniting like Voltron. And as we letting our God come out. Because my circumstance may get me. But what's going to happen when my God shows up? I'm going to sit right there. Watch this tray. I'm in the fire, but I don't smell like it. I'm going through, but I don't look like it. I ain't got a lot of money, but you can't tell. Because my God takes care of me. And even though I'm in the fire, I'm not being burned. Even though I'm hard-pressed, I 
I am not crushed. As long, watch this. As long, Shamika, as I'm a carrier, I never lose. Shamika, this is for you, sis. You're a carrier. You are a daughter of God. You got power on the inside of you. What the enemy wants to do is make you look at you and not look at what you carry. And that's the biggest mistake, mom, we could ever make is to look at us and not look at what we carry. That your ministry is not only in you, but you are a carrier of it. You can't abandon nothing when you carry the thing. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. God said, I will never leave you. You try to leave him, he don't leave you. He just said, I'm just going to walk until you call me. But I ain't going nowhere. Because I destined you. I purposed you. That's why I'm married to the backslider. You want to backslide, but I ain't backsliding. I'm going to stay there with you. You got thoughts in your mind. One of the things that I dealt with is thoughts in your mind. You preaching the word. You're learning this revelation. You're getting this illumination. But you're still going through. So it makes you begin to doubt the validity of what you're reading. And then you start to suggest, at least I do, so I'm going to be transparent. Is what I'm saying the truth? Is this is the Bible this powerful? And this is, Trey, I've been there so many times, even being a pastor, where I question the validity and authenticity of some things. Then I started reading other information of antagonists of what I believe in. To say, maybe they slipped out a truth somewhere. I'm trying to show you how the enemy is going to spiral you. So I'm reading it. And it says, some of the things were made, it's a Gnostic belief. Jamal had the audacity to say some of the things that are in the Bible were made for encouragement. But you're going to have to wait on God. Sometimes you may die before you even receive it. So right then, Hakeem, because the enemy already planted a seed, when I heard that, I'm looking at I can do all things through Christ. The meaning and power of it started to dwindle. I'm just being transparent. But there's a testimony in the end of the story. So I started to become a little transparent. And it's funny, people always call you when you're struggling. Y'all yeah, don't, don't hear me say, I'm just being truthful. They always call you dad when you're struggling. They want a word when you're struggling. They want to be encouraged when you ain't encouraged. They, 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 they want to be helped when you can't even supply yourself with help. Then, Sister Nicole, they always come in every time we're struggling. So I wanted to know what that meant. And I pray God never told me anything but left me in that situation. Left me with my head down. Watch this, people. Left me with my head down. Left me pretending. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Left me pretending. See, the last days is going to be marked by contenders and pretenders. Those who pretend to be in the faith and those who contend for the faith. And God said, I'm going to have to transform you before it gets rougher because this ain't rough. You didn't experience rough yet, Troy. So I'm still in that situation. And I'm going to reveal something, and this man did not know this. I got a text when I was sitting in my car crying. Not like, ooh, not like that, but just tears coming down my eyes. And the text said, that word you preached last Sunday was awesome. 
you really bless me. You don't know how needed you are. Wow. I've read that text, Trey, like six times. Mm. And then I read it again. And as I started reading that text, I said, how could this person know what I don't know? Jesus. And the spirit says, because he's feeling what you're neglecting to feel. Wow. And in other words, when I was speaking to at the church, mom, I was preaching the word that this individual was receiving. And the spirit of that word was touching him. But because I got in a semi-dark place, the very thing that's coming out of my mouth, I couldn't partake of. And that person was my son-in-law, Hakeem Telefaro. That text, and I, I'm sincere, that text blessed me so much, Trey, to where that day I got on my knees. Trey, I'm just going to say this real quick, but I got on my knees. I stopped working. I turned off my app. I went home and I got on my knees and I started praying. When I was praying, I believe it was God who put his hands right here. Wow. I turned around to look dead. I didn't see anybody. Wow. I closed my eyes. The hand was there again. Wow. And so at this point, I said, the hand is not taking anything from me. The hand is not uh, uh, like hurting me, but every time I feel the hand, I get more confident. Wow. So I said, let me stop trying to look for the hand and just pray because I know who the hand is. Wow. Y'all didn't catch that revelation. It was in that mom that really blessed me and God told me, he says, that's how you got to approach your day to day life. Stop looking at, did I do something? And just know who I am Jesus. that promised to do something. And if you know who I am that promised to do something, you will excel higher than you ever imagined. Because one thing that believers do not understand and know is that as a child of God, there is something attached to you that's hunting you down. And it will not let you rest until you get involved in it and move in it with passion. And the moment you start to move in it, suddenly your bills don't mean nothing no more. All these things that do don't mean anything anymore. You know why? Because you are secure in what God has called you to do. You're moving in that purpose. Now arrows fall off you, Trey. They don't stick anymore. The devil shoots them. You can now, Trey. You see them coming. You be like, yo, babe, that's an arrow. Yo, 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 Nick, slide over. You know what I'm saying? And the arrow goes right by you. Y'all said, Pastor, you making a joke. Jeanette, I'm not making a joke. When you get fully affirmed in who you are, the darts won't hit you. That's why you was given a shield of faith. That's why you was given the belt of righteousness. That's why you was given the helmet of salvation. I'm taking my seat, Nicole, but we are children of God. And Trey, we got rights and we got authority. And that is about time we stop letting an enemy think we're somebody else. I am a child of God. I got legal right to an inheritance. And you know what, Corbin? I'm going after it. Anybody going to go after it with me? Are you going to get violent about it and go after it with me? No longer are you going to let the enemy take anything from you. But you're going to take it from him. This day starts a new day for you. You are a child of God. You are born of God. And with that comes rights and privileges. Operate in them. Father God, we thank you today, Father, for your word. Father, I thank you most of all for just helping us to understand 
that we weren't just saved. I forgot to get to that point, but we weren't just saved. We were given the authority to be kingdom citizens. Jesus gave us the right to be a child of God. Stir up the joy of what happened in our lives. As the egg was prepared for the seed of the man, Christ was prepared for us. And the minute that we came inside of Christ, he flooded us with water and started cleansing us with his blood, lifting up every dirty thing in our life, every problem that we may have. Thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you for delivering. Thank you for giving us an eternal name that is greater than any name that has ever been given outside of the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for loving us and caring for us. Provoke a spirit of God to not only hear, but to do something about what we hear. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless Thank you for listening to this episode of Restoration Place on the King James Radio Network. We hope that you have been encouraged and until next time, little prayer, little power. Lot of prayer, lot of power. No prayer, no power. Have a blessed week. Celebrate Halloween with dressed up donuts from Dunkin'. Like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick or treat. Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is, uh, it's just a really good, uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' Spider Donuts? Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just, uh, my friend. Psst, Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkin's Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary. Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween Spider Donut. Trick or treat! Aren't you a little bit old to be trick or treating? Uh, no. This is—it's uh, just a really good uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' Spider Donuts. Didn't I just see you with your kid? No, that was just uh, my friend. Psst. Dad, is it working? Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween Spider Donut and get 10 Munchkin's Donut Hole Treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary.